Hello there, Ateen Whitworth from the Motivation for Skeptics website. Getting anthropological this week with Work from Home Wrecks Your Chimp Colony. Consulting firms offer clever models to explain how business works. We prefer to view commerce through a different lens. You understand work better when you realise it's all a chimp colony. And there's a big, chimpy risk factor looming up. More on that shortly. So many tricky issues in business would be better solved by an anthropologist than an MBA. Businesses and chimp colonies share a lot of activities. Stealing territory from other groups. Defending your own turf. Resolving lines of responsibility to keep the whole set up thriving. Succession planning. Making the whole system work takes all sorts of chimp group antics. Dominance displays, absurd posturing, lobbying, secret alliances, younger ones manoeuvring in hilarious ways they think are invisible. Some will just do any repulsive thing just to get people to look at them. Let's play the chimp or internal CEO candidate game. Game show music. Let's hear from expert. Males form coalitions so they can dominate a third individual that they could not by themselves. Coalitions can also give an individual male the confidence to challenge a dominant male. Alliances can be very fickle, and one member may turn on another if it benefits him. Chimp or CEO, what do you think? Okay, it's Chimp. But it's a familiar story. The new CEO ascends. Over the next few months, vanquished rivals leave to pursue other business interests. Conveniently, all problems are the fault of those departing. Chimps love to copy, not just essential life skills. In one study group, a female chimp randomly stuck a long piece of grass in her ear each day. Before long, all the others started doing it. The tradition outlived the original chimp. Businesses, same. Remember that first time a young male wore a suit with no socks and everyone was aghast? Then soon it was everywhere. But business is about more than socks. And that gets us to a problem looming up in coming years. Right now, managers are thinking, "Mm, our people seem to be getting a good amount of work done at home. Maybe this remote caper will become permanent, and that will save us a ton of expensive office space. Cut to CFO with a sly smile, running a quick bonus calculation based on rent savings. (laughs) Like many cost cuts, it creates big risks and lost benefits further down the track. Right now, you're justifiably focused on the right now issues of COVID. Can I keep all my staff? Will I have enough cash to make it to Christmas? But there are other longer term risks lurking down the track. If you keep everyone working at home, in a couple of years, you'll have an ominous skills and culture black hole. Your younger people will do their best, but they only have their family, housemates and the Uber Eats guy to learn from. If you're older and experienced, remote working is fine. You're comfortable with the work territory. You have contacts if you need advice or support. Contacts you made back in the physical world. When you're starting out, the value of experienced people around you all day is huge. They answer minor questions. They take you aside and suggest how you might handle that situation better next time. But even if they say nothing, watching and listening, like a chimp, is everything. Yes, there's Zoom, but it's how people behave when they're not on show that brings the deep down lessons. You learn by how people deal with chaos, how they treat other people all day, 
How they act in meetings when they're not talking. How they handle disagreement. Someone being a dick by ignoring everyone all day after an argument doesn't show up on Zoom. One more essential conflict resolution lesson, that never happens. Your business isn't what you do, it's how you do it. When you have a thousand competitors doing the same thing, it's your competitive difference. You don't learn those subtleties from a gallery of heads on your laptop. After a few years, you're exactly the same as all the others. The only way to compete is, yep, lower your prices. I've written before, you can tell the quality of a company by how they talk when management isn't watching. This is pure herd behaviour, and it's hard to quantify as it happens. But damn, when it's working, it shows up on your P&L's increased margins long term. What do you do? I don't have a genius answer right now, and I'm not saying go to work if you're in a virusy place. It's something to think about for next year, though. I've heard of mentors in service industries leaving the Zoom on all day, a couple of days a week, so the junior can just soak up the vibe. I'd welcome any other ideas you have. Drop them in the comments. Something else to consider if you work for a big company. Getting the whole job done from home is a reminder that they could replace you with someone else in a lower paid country. You know they'd do it in a heartbeat. It won't happen this year, but give it two years and a consulting firm report and you're an unsustainable cost. Start thinking about how you can re-establish a physical presence somewhere in the business. Those management monkeys seem pretty benign right now. Like the nice banana-eating chimps from childhood TV and cereal boxes. Now watch them, YouTube clip on the site, working as a pack, hunting with serial killer precision to catch and snack upon smaller, cuter monkeys. Like tapas. It cannot be unseen. Be careful out there. Hey, you know the routine. If you're new around here, I write a story like this every Tuesday and you should get it in your email inbox. Drop your address on the subscribe page on the website. See you next week.